Hi, good evening. This is episode four of Public, Private, and Global Enterprise. Today we will be talking about departmental undertaking. Right. So, what is departmental undertaking? Department under under uh, departmental undertakings. Uh, they're basically oldest and most traditional form of public sector. Right. They are an extended part of the ministries. Again, department ministries. They're almost synonyms. So it's an extended part of the ministries. They may come under the state government or the central government. For example, railways, you know, post and telegraph, etc. So some features of departmental undertakings are that their funding is done by the government treasury. So the government allots a budget, you know, to them at the beginning of each year, and they must, you know, use if they have any project, then they must use money. Uh, they have gotten out of the funding from the government treasury, from the budget itself, right? Uh, yes, obviously. And the sec, uh, so the second feature is that accounting and auditing. So government accounting and auditing rules are definitely applicable because again, it falls under the government category. The employees here are considered government employees. Please make a note of this. The employees working on in departmental undertaking. are considered government employees and they you know get benefits of a government employee obviously for example they'll get pensions after retirement and they'll get allow, uh, allowances etc the control and management is done by the ministry or the government right so what is a ministry a ministry is basically a specialized department made by the government to look about those particular specialized tasks departmental undertakings are part of public sector and are kind of like projects taken up by these ministries right example ministry of railway indian railway services right so ministry of railway uh, ka departmental undertaking is indian railway services so so next uh, you know point is that what are the merit, merits of departmental undertaking you know why would we need departmental undertaking what are the benefits so the first benefit is that the revenue earned goes directly to the government treasury if you buy a ticket in the indian railways you know to travel from let's say delhi to amritsar or anywhere then the money or the profit that the indian railway system has collected indian railway services have collected goes directly to the government treasury right then there is a high degree of public accountability now i want you to brainstorm why is it so so uh, you know obviously this is because in a ministry a ministry is obviously made up of people in the government and the people in the government are those who you know of the party that have been elected or you know have seats in the parliament and whatever so therefore there is you know high degree of public accountability because one they are using taxes paid by the public to you know uh, provide services and they're using taxes paid by the public to go about their operations second they are uh, they can be you know a new uh, sort of party can be elected for the government therefore they are highly accountable to the public right then national security is a lot because all the information stays within the government so there's no you know there's less
care of you know it going out of the government or other people getting to know etc then the control lies in the parliament their performance reports are sent to both the houses the lok sabha and the rajya sabha so what is a consolidated fund of india a consolidated fund of india is the main bank account of the government general taxation is taxation paid into the consolidated fund for general spending now what are demerits of departmental undertaking now obviously there are two sides to a coin if there are merits then there are demerits as well so some demerits is that one there is a lot of red tapeism now what do we mean by red tapeism red tapeism basically means corrupt practices so of course there are you know a lot of corrupt practices in all these departmental undertaking then second point there is a lot of political interference obviously it comes right under the ministry it is a government it is a public sector so there is a lot of public and uh, sorry political and government interference and influence everything belongs to the government right uh, in a departmental undertaking of course so there is a lot of political interference then there are they are a lot of times insensitive to consumer needs they offer whatever the government wants to offer they do not care much about the consumer let's say the consumers want that you know the railways should trap you know go faster or they should give better meals then the government doesn't really care they will do what is suitable to them what is comfortable for their budget you know what's fit uh, and they don't really care much about what the consumer wants they lack flexibility it is not dynamic does not change with the market obviously no independent decisions every major and minor decision requires approval of the government or higher authority approval and since it requires so much approval there is a lot of political interference government interference and there is a lot of and it lacks flexibility because you know uh it takes years to get approval on something and therefore many people working in the departmental undertakings get very lazy as well in terms of making a change so in the next this is all for today's episode i hope you had you know fun thank you so much for uh listening to this podcast now in the next episode we're going to cover statutory corporation i just want you to do a little research on what a statutory corporation is okay just to you know know a little uh and thank you so much for listening and sticking around have an amazing day uh, happy learning thank you